Hey, Rick, you know what's awesome? What's that? Remembering Christmas. Christmas memories. Show enough. <sighs> and then I want to, for whatever reason, because I know that our, our uh, guitar intro just played, but I also want to cut that little piece in that says, do they know it's Christmas time at all? <laughs> Because most most of my Christmas memories are are either really good from being very young and still having that belief in all of the good things about humanity, and also just being a really horribly cynicized retail <laughs> salesman. True. <laughs> we're working in both a Radio Shack and a sporting goods store at Christmas time where you just have to look at the person in front of you and just be like, don't you have somewhere else better to be? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit like I'm, I'm on the cynical side and I'll, <laughs> how about yourself? Ah, uh, for me, man, when I, when I hear the phrase Christmas memories, I just start thinking about, uh, well, definitely the stuff that we're going to talk about, but, just, uh, you know, family stuff, right? I feel like Clark Gr- Griswold when I'm locked upstairs in the attic and I pull out that 8-millimeter <laughs> tape and, and, you know, your your aunts and uncles and, and just what all that meant at the time. And, you know, you start thinking about all the ones that are no longer with you and, you know, just what that means. And, and they're just as much a, a part of Christmas as anything else is. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you, man. I, growing up, I had a big family, but I had a big family that was mostly old. Hmm. So I remember being, being a kid and my dad would be like, and, and so we're, we're from, strangely enough, we're not from the South. You're from the South, but you're like several hundred miles North. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm from Southeast Texas. So we're, technically considered the west or actually kind of even not there if you look at a map of like anytime you hear anybody be like well off to the south we have you know arkansas like, <laughs> we're, we're way down here but um no like my whole family's uh came out of louisiana and and so when my dad would my dad would say the word aunt yeah. But whenever he'd get around, we'd, whenever we'd get around other folks, it would be your aunt. Right. You got your aunt Lisa and your aunt Claudia and your aunt. Yep. Bernice. And <laughs> I had an aunt Poochie. Yep. You got your aunt Poochie. And back then, like, I think my grandmother was one of ten children. She was like the second youngest, but the youngest because the the youngest youngest was a boy. So she was the she was the baby, but just the ain'ts and the ain'ts and the ain'ts, and you'd go visit the cousins, and there'd be fourteen hundred children running around, and they were all named you. They're like, God, yeah. when I was in high school, we went to a funeral, and somebody would say Billy, and I'd turn my head, and <laughs> there would be also be like forty other people like had just turned their head, and all of us were like, Yeah, <laughs> like not you, not you, not you, not you, not you, not you. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, big families running yeah. around 
with kid like cousins you never knew and you right. run around and you have that awesome night where you're just you know, like the lights are on the parents are not telling you to come inside and you could just run around and play guns and like kick each other in the head like karate kid style and, and nobody's saying nothing until somebody cries somebody <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, so mine is you know it goes back to it was always just me and my cousin gary which i think we talked a little bit about above before but they had to buy us exactly the same things because world war three would happen if we if somebody got something that the other one wanted so but uh as far as the kids you know uh, every other year or so we would have a big family gathering like that where it was the morgans and the hueys and all these people and it would be a they would rent out a place that's big enough to hold 60 people and it became those kind of things but uh that didn't happen that often, you know, just every once in a while. But um, our family really wasn't that big. I mean, when I think about growing up and, and for Christmas, there was, you know, my dad, his two brothers, his sister, and that was the makeup of the family. And, and then whoever they were with at the time, <laughs> that changed pretty <laughs> often too. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, Maybe I talked about them tearing up my toys all the time, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd get cool stuff for Christmas and then they'd mess with them and then they wouldn't work anymore. And... <laughs> uh, your cousins would mess with them? No, my uncles. <laughs> my uncles oh. would. Yeah, man, I got, I got this cool G.I. Joe one year. They had this flashlight on his chest and you get this Triceratops looking thing, but it had six legs and it would come <laughs> running at him and you could shoot just flashlight and it had a sensor underneath its chin and it would make it freeze and the eyes would light up and it just go doo, 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 you know and uh my uncle grabbed it and was messing with it and he broke the head off the dang thing so now oh, i get this no. now i get this six leg triceratops with no head on it and there's just a light bulb sticking up <laughs> <laughs> so oh that's rough bro yeah <laughs> that sucks and my Uncle Bob, he ran my Evil Knievel across the highway when I first got it for Christmas, and the car ran over him. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah. And, you know, they were just, they were just, you know, when I think back on it, I mean, here I am, I'm, you know, six, seven years old. My aunts and uncles are only in their 20s, you know. Yeah. So they're still kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's just weird when you think about that and you think about who they are to you. And realistically, they were just kids in their 20s that still didn't have life figured out. And, and you know, well, my dad said the other day, you know, we were talking at Thanksgiving about, he said, I think I played with that even more than you did, <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, uh, gathering, we, we I lived to... My grandparents lived in a little place that's not far from where I live right now. It's called Pillowville. That's right. Pillowville. Pillowville. <laughs> Pillowville. And uh, that's where we had all of our Christmases. And, you know, my grandmother would cook the meal, and my grandfather was the coolest man on the planet. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, I just... I miss those days very, very badly. <laughs> so we always had, with, with, with family, so my grandmother, 
the history of my family is weird because my grandmother, my grandfather, my dad's dad, my dad, my uncle's dad, he passed away in like 1973 or four, something like that. Wow. Um, so before I was born, mm. I was born in 75. Um, my uncle was like 10 years old whenever his dad died. And then my grandmother remarried. And so the only grandfather I ever knew was Grandpa Welch. And so my dad had already left home by the time my grandmother remarried. So you can imagine that sort of tension of like, yeah, well, you know, he's not, he's not my dad. (laughs) And then my uncle was 10. So he's like, well, he's, he's buying me guitars and football pads. So we're cool. You know, so there was, there was tension and stuff. So, so my, my folks, were over here but my my dad always had a really good relationship with his mom and so my 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 grandmother was kind of the linchpin in the family as far as i mean she would always make sure that everybody was there and if everybody wasn't there she would always make sure that everybody was uh taken care of right so um when i was a kid and like as an as an adult, I realize it is probably the best thing that I could have ever done. But as a kid, man, we'd go visit my grandparents for the weekend. Like my mom, my parents would send us to my sister and I to go visit my grandparents, and we'd spend the whole weekend at nursing homes visiting. Mm. You know, and like just going in and like talking to old people who didn't even know where they were, right. and it was the weirdest thing. But it was Christmas time, and so my grandmother would show up with gifts. She'd show up with a little Christmas tree that she'd bought out of Kroger or something, wrap it with a with a little silver tinsel, and just be there for half an hour and be like, you know, you're loved. Wow. And you know, like my my not my grandfather because like my grandpa, my grandfather was gone, but my grand my grandpa was like, well, whatever, dude, I'm gonna I'll smoke a turkey. Y'all, y'all go have your fun. And so my grandmother would drag us around all over Houston. So if you're looking at a map of Houston, there's Humble and Hull, which are up to the northeast. And then there's Katy out to the west. And then there's Cypress out to the north. Dude, we'd hit them all. <laughs> we'd just be on the road all day long and go hit these places, which seemed like we were there for like four or five hours. Oh, and yeah. we'd just be on the road again. But like that was what we'd do. At like Christmas time, like not maybe some like we were out for two weeks, so I'm sure my mom would just send us to go to grandma's house for a couple of weeks. But yeah, we'd burn up the road visiting old folks and in, in uh, you know and in, 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 you you got you got to think about that though because and I'm sure there's people that still do that, but you know that that takes something, man. I mean. We need more of that, really. I agree. I did not enjoy it when I was a kid. Sure, like well, I'm, that's I'm, not a kid I'm not, thing. I'm gonna sit here and be like, man, this, yeah. that that was not what I was yeah. looking for. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know about up, taking the kids to, to these kind of things, but the fact of just loading up a bunch of stuff and going and visiting people that uh, the island of misfit toys, right? I mean, to, yeah, right. to a certain extent, and. You know, I mean, that's that that says a lot about your grandmother, man. It was, I mean, she she was kind of the the matriarch of the family, obviously, because she was the one that 
she she was the glue when yeah. when she passed away i mean when she died in like i think 88 something mm-hmm. like that i was like 13 and it was it was rough but like the 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 glue that held the family up together she was like well grandma's gone so nobody makes the phone calls and right. pulls everybody together yeah and so like for for me and that's that's where I've always been like well you know what are we doing nothing call somebody we gotta like I can't be as all over the place as she was because I'm already too all over the place as things are but you know hey let's let's find out something to do let's figure something out so yeah but that's I mean that's that's a run along segment but that's I mean that's one of those Christmas memories of like why are we here and right. then, like, years later, it's like, oh, well, that was why. Yeah. <laughs> there we are. So. Yeah, that's 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 incredible. I mean, that, I think that's pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I think and, so. And I still, th- you know, it's still not something you'd want to dra- want to drag kids to all day because they're going to be going. <laughs> I just want to get out of here. <laughs> oh man, I've got stories. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> we go home. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But yeah, so that was my dad's family I was talking about earlier. And on my mom's side, which my grandmother was kind of that person on, on that side. She was the one that made things happen for any kind of holiday or any kind of get-together. And it's kind of the same deal when, when she passed. I mean, we would have relatives that came from, you know, 30 miles away that would always come and, and celebrate with us and stuff. And it just came to a screeching halt when she passed, you know, and then, and it's sad, but that just shows you that that's what glued it all together. Mm-hmm. You know, and we still see each other and we go, man, I wish we'd get together sometime, but nobody picks up the phone, right? Nobody does that first initial, Hey, why don't y'all come over? Exactly. And, yeah. It, so. And, and, and it's funny, even in the internet age, <laughs> we're just like, yeah, hey, everybody, let's get together. But, you know, even even if it's, oh, we don't necessarily need to get together, but just like a conference call. Right. Like, how, how weird is the outdated technology? But then you have Zoom. It's like, not only can we conference call, we can conference call with video. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I do that all day at work. I'm not doing it. So, <laughs> but the options are so much more convenient now and we're even further away from it. <laughs> it, it it's and not to bring it downer on the what's awesome podcast show, but I think it's awesome, you know, Christmas memories. Here we are on, on like episode 38940 where are we I don't know. <laughs> but uh, how it's like, oh hey, I, you and I have met once in person. We've we've been in the same room one time. Yeah. But technology has made it to where we can just have this sort of conversation. We see each other. We're yeah. more or less in the same room. You got guitar and and uh, drum gear behind you. <laughs> I, I you got guitars. <laughs> like, so uh, I mean, it's it's. Uh, yeah, you just have to reach out and tell people, "Hey, yeah. man, you should come over. We sh- we should jam. We we should uh, pick up that old guitar and make a song again." Because yeah. I mean, it matters, dude. 
So it does, and and I, I think we lose that because we do get so wrapped up in what we're doing personally that, and again, it's it's a generational thing, right? I think our grandparents came from a time where each other was really kind of all you had, mm-hmm. so it meant more, you know, and. Of course, you're talking about generations that grew up with farm families, right? I know that my, all my family, their past were they were had family farms, so you had, you know, seven or eight brothers and sisters, and you all had responsibilities, and you grew up together, and you depended on each other. So those get-togethers for them was probably way more important than it was to me. Who, you know, has fond memories of everybody being there and, you know, just like I said, Ain't Poochie a while ago. I mean, I'd love to see Ain't Poochie again. I'd love to see Ain't Helen and Uncle D, but they're gone, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, now these are my great uncles and uh, Ain't Tiny. I had a, <laughs> I've got a, a great aunt that we called Ain't Tiny and she was anything but tiny. <laughs> <laughs> she was a good sized lady, but. Man, I just, I miss these people so much. And, and, you know, that's what makes, again, it's like the Clark Griswold thing, man. You, you, that's what keeps that spirit in life of you, inside of you for Christmas and stuff, because you want to be those people for the people that you're raising, right? And exactly. And you mentioned, you mentioned Clark Griswold and, I've told my wife, and it, not that I have to qualify it, but just every now and then, because I have to go to Home Depot and buy more lights. I need, <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, okay, I reserve the right to just go straight up Griswold on on everything. <laughs> Griswold goes Griswold on vacations. He goes Griswold on game shows. He goes Griswold on holiday lights and presents and yep. cre- and, and trees. Like it, it's it's not even it's it's it, it is a Chevy Chase thing. It's a national. No, there is there's something. There's just that that yeah. need to just drive things into the extreme territory. Right. And I'm that way. Like <laughs> like Halloween, dude. It takes me four days and like four days of crew breakdown. Like, <laughs> all right, bring up, bring down the lights, roll it up, pack it in the box, stack the box. Four days of like eight hour days, like thirty two hours of straight up packing and moving to just down like deconstruct my Halloween. Right. I have to take the break between Halloween and Thanksgiving in order to get my old bones back together because I'm gonna go freaking ape crap on <laughs> uh, on Christmas. And uh, like today, I started plugging stuff in and like messing with like I, I have to have the the lights not done but at least in process like i'm dissatisfied with my entire everything <laughs> like, I, I need to go buy much so but it's not really for me right and you could say it's for me it's for my kids dude well because i want i want my kids to be like okay look like it is for me yeah I, I want I, mean, I want to be able to drive down the street and be like that house is awesome, and I want to be able to say that house is mine. Right. I want my children to grow up and be like, man, my dad went all out. Right. Like you 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 have no idea, 
It's like, you got stuff? Man, my dad would go to Home Depot eight times to get the right plug to make, you know, he was changing stuff every year. He was always just trying to make it the the wonderland that that we remember as a child. So yeah. for me, it's for it's for my girls, man. Like sure. I, I'm, yeah, but it's also for me. I want to drive down the street and be like, dude, that's awesome. Well, it's that <laughs> it's that thing of even even when you use Clark Gis- Griswold as the example, we're the same way. We want to have that experience again, right? Mm-hmm. Something about the labor of doing all the lights and stuff takes you back to when that thrill and excitement of what Christmas was when you were a kid, it instills it in you again. And that's what you're trying to share to your kids and grandkids mm-hmm. growing up of how special of a time this is because they're flying by, dude. I mean, <laughs> just like you said, it, I mean, I, it blew my mind when you said your youngest is 10 years old. My youngest just turned seven. Seven. I was about to say, man. Yeah, my. I was gonna say, yeah. No, no, no. Don't, Your oldest don't, is ten don't, years don't, old. Don't do that. My oldest is ten years old. But still, that that still is crazy. You know. Um, well, and then you 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 look at a movie like The Christmas Story. Yeah. That's, that, you know, it's become a classic. But I mean, yeah, that was contemporary to me. I mean, that dude, mm-hmm. that dude's my age. I think maybe a little older. Uh. Uh, was it uh, Peter Billingsley? Yeah. Who was uh, the 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 dirt bike king? The dirt bike <laughs> the t- dirt bike king. He kid. sure was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like he and I are the same age, so right. But I mean, he's playing like late thirties. Um, in, in Christmas Story. Right. But still, like, you want the present. Your mom won't let you have it. Running around, you got your neighborhood, you got your friends, you got your, your kid. Like, there, there's something about neighborhood life that just that, that transcended. I mean, it's sure. lasted 100 years. But I could sit there and watch that, and those are, those are not my memories, but they're close enough. It's kind of like watching The Sandlot in the summertime, right? Like, right. there's every now and then something comes along, it's the perfect movie, but it just encapsulates all of your feelings. Yep. And even if you didn't have it, that's what you wanted. Right. You know, you didn't want some stupid coach yelling at you about, like, throw it harder, man! <laughs> like, you, you, you could deal with your friend with the glasses telling you to throw it harder, because that's that makes you throw it harder, you right. know? And Christmas was always that kind of time with friends and family where, you know, you're playing football in the front yard with your cousin. <laughs> He's smaller than you. He knocked you down. And you're like, oh, but wait, wait, I'm bigger than him. So you knock him down. You right. just hit that little bit harder. <laughs> and it's... You know, mom comes outside and I'm like, no, don't hit your cousin so hard. Like, he's not complaining. <laughs> she all she all she saw was a right a, a scrap. So, <laughs> oh, so another interesting character I'll bring up ain't Polly. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> Polly was originally from Michigan. She was my grandfather's sister so my great aunt um had a lot of money but uh 
not very tactful, <laughs> I guess is the right word. I just never will forget that she was she was down here and, and stayed with us for a Christmas. And we're all over at my grandmother's house, and I think they bought her, uh, bought Aunt Polly a present to open, right, for Christmas. <laughs> she opens it up. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember her going, well, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, I just, I never will forget that, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's different when you hear a four or five-year-old kid go, great clothes, you know, because you expect that. <laughs> but here's a grown woman that's probably in her 60s. <laughs> what am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> she was something else, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So if you want to get if you want to get into weird real quick, just <laughs> I won't stay here very long because it's so my wife's grandmother okay was <laughs> so we've been together for freaking ever the first time we ever went to Seguin uh wife's hometown so I've met her mom her stepdad I'm meeting the family for the first time her grandmother her mom's mom's like well, hello, and just like grabs my hand and pulls me close, and I'm just there. Like, and, and my wife's had to tell me because I'm, I, I'm on a show like a comedy show with you. I'm on a horror show with Scott. Like, I there, I don't have a very good filter. Yeah. Like it takes it takes a lot for me to not say the f word on this show. <laughs> you know? Like, it's like sometimes I have to really think about what I'm saying. But wife's like, be good. So like grandma was like hello and then for 10 years after that like every time i'd see her <laughs> poor wife she's like she's like hey helen and you know granny helen her grandmother's been like ripped up by alzheimer's and oh yeah Gra granny helen's like i don't know who you are but i like him it's <laughs> just at Christmas time. I'm very much like, well, this is weird. <laughs> like, pull me off, like, hey, what's going on? Like, I'm getting flirted with by my wife's grandmother all the time, and like in in, in very, <laughs> and and it's very sweet because she wasn't like like lascivious or anything weird, but it was very weird whenever you've got a grandmother just like reaching over and grabbing your hand a little tighter and you're just like right i'm just the i'm just the boyfriend and then later on you're like well i'm i'm just the new husband and then after a while you're like dude i've been around for a long time you need to quit that <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so did i did i tell you about uh of course when becky and i first started dating we started dating around thanksgiving and uh, I don't know if I told you this or not, but <laughs> my, my mom was so against me dating her because, don't you see, she's just wanting a Christmas present. 
They're like, uh, if you'd only known. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Fortunately, I think she's glad that uh, I didn't run her off. But you know, that's, I think she thinks more of my wife than she does of me. But, uh, but I just I never you know, forget that. I was like, wow, my mom, my mom just came out and said it. <laughs> she's a gold digger. <laughs> I got, dude, I ha- I have that from time to time where I'm like, uh. But I think right now is a good time to take a break and play some old Hallmark commercials or Folgers commercials or something. <laughs> we'll be right back. Opening now at Sears, a Christmas of red ribbon values, including Sears' best-selling video game, Video Arcade. On sale now for only $134.99, our lowest price ever. And don't miss the full assortment of game cartridges available at everyday low prices. Or try your hand at Sears' wide selection of one- and two-player handheld sports games. Our everyday low price is $12 to $13 lower than last Christmas. To wrap up a beautiful Christmas, you can count on Sears. McDonald's presents gifts your kids will love. Holiday Huggable Muppet Babies. You can get your kids Baby Kermit or Baby Fozzie or Baby Piggy for a limited time only. They're soft and huggable at a special low price with any McDonald's food purchase. Holiday gifts at a special low price. Can I baby Holiday Huggable Muppet Babies. Only at McDonald's for a limited time. So hurry on in. It's a Radio Shack Merry Christmas. Look, we can save $300 on this Tandy 1000 computer. It's PC compatible and only $399. With color monitor, it's $699. The kids would love this for Christmas. The HX is easy to use. With deskmate software included for my word processing, your budgeting. And the kids' homework. And games. Let's get it. For them. Two. The Tandy 1000 family of PC compatible computers from $399. Only at Radio Shack, the technology store. All right, so Christmas memories... Different uh, so disappointments, right? Like we we, oh. we mentioned, we had toys. Yeah. We had different. So I remember one year we were going to Grandma's house, and either my mom or my dad let it slip. You're getting a car. Whoa. Yeah. I, dude, I was like ten or eleven years old, so I was old <laughs> enough to be like I didn't. <laughs> my grandparents drove this like blonde colored Lincoln Continental. I'm like, that's probably not that. Like, well, you know, the people in their neighborhood every now and then drive golf carts. So maybe, maybe it's a go-kart. Maybe yeah. you know, like a little dune buggy. Like, <laughs> we get there and it actually turned out to be pretty cool. It was, it was pretty awesome, but was not as awesome as a doom buggy. It was like this little cat car, pedal car. Oh, yeah. That I was just a little bit almost too big for. Yeah. Where it's like a bicycle pedal, but the bicycle pedals were on. It wasn't even like a a, a, a bicycle spindle where you've got a, a central gear with right. the outside pedals. They pump back and forth. It was like forth. the, pe- the yeah. pedal car where it's yeah. like, yeah. Man, that was... <laughs> that, that, uh, that was some tongue biting right there being like isn't it great like i'm dude my I, I they dude they paid money for this and i was i was at the point where i was like i 
man, I bit my tongue because it was really like I man on four hour drive up there. I'm sitting there and like imagine myself like cutting donuts in a beach. <laughs> I got this, I got this like blonde girl beside me. Like I've got this whole lifestyle cut out of reality and i get there and it's like squeak 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 squeak, squeak. Oh. <laughs> i've got one to go with that because uh one year my my grandmother and grandfather on my dad's side got me a watch for christmas and in hindsight i wish i still had it it was a snoopy watch and it's, it, he had a tennis racket in his hand, and the second hand was a tennis ball that went around. I opened it up, and I cried. Oh, no. And he's like, what is this? like, I don't even know how to tell time. Because I was, you know, <laughs> six, seven years old, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I was upset because, you know, it didn't have numbers on it, you know, because it was a... Uh-huh. You know, stylish watch, I guess, for some reason. But, but yeah, I remember just being just crushed because it's like you're showing me my weaknesses. <laughs> you you want to hear some? Uh, my my grandmother was really good with gifts. Hmm. Like whether she was good with gifts or not, she shopped at Neiman Marcus. She she was she was pretty well off, and she yeah. So this is around eighty three, eighty four, like nine, ten years old. She bought me one of the original Casio G shocks. Wow. Yeah, which in eighty three, eighty four probably yeah. cost fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah, but. She gave it to me, and I'm like, hey, look, I'm wearing a G-Shock right now. <laughs> but the thing was so, like, it was a, it was a, it was a big digital with all of the uh, rubber around it, mm-hmm. and it was unwieldy, and I didn't like it. Yeah. And at some point, I did something, and it popped one of the uh, pins on the... And it ended up in a jewelry box somewhere. I don't, I did not mean to be unappreciative. (laughs) Like I was, I was eight, nine years old. Like, I mean, come on. Right. I looked that thing up not too long ago and those things are going for like three grand for like the original ones. (laughs) I was like, oh man. (laughs) Dude, I mean, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can do that about a lot of stuff. You know, you ended up with, and you're like, if I'd only held on to it, man, it'd, it'd be worth some money. My grandmother was real hot and cold, man. She's the one that got me the the Jacksons cassette and then the bluegrass cassette. <laughs> She's the kind that would she would give you like like a digital dartboard and then a decorative lamp. <laughs> I mean, it was just yeah. like. Uh, okay, <laughs> but the lamp would be like something an old lady would have in her house. You know, it's like something right. you would not want at all. And it's like nice try. I mean, <laughs> you did really good on the dartboard, but 
This one I'm worried with. Did you just wrap? Did you grab something and just wrap it with your <laughs> right. name on it? Because. <laughs> well, I was gonna say because the other grandparents, like my grandmother, my dad's mom, and not to knock them because they were they were. <laughs> My, my dad would say, like, when, when I was a really little kid, like three or four years old, I'd be like, well, there's grandma, and then there's good grandma. Right. And, like, that was my mom's parents, because they they lived far away, so they didn't have to have babysitting duties, and they didn't, they didn't get involved with much. They were just down there, so right. whenever they'd show up, and they also... Come to find out later, I didn't realize this when I was a kid, they didn't really like my dad that much. So they would give me presents like dartboard or, uh, yeah, dartboard, yeah, trumpet, <laughs> drum set. Like, like they just show up and be like, Merry Christmas, here's drums. And my dad was like, Why are you gonna give my five year old a drum set? You know, right. and <laughs> <laughs> so there, there was this I don't know if it was Bugs Bunny or Disney but it was this short that played often where somebody is playing one of those big chess drums like one of those big deep yeah. bass drums like in a marching band right? and somebody walks up and pops a fork in it and it like <laughs> deflates, flies around the room like a balloon so my grandparents buy me this drum set. My dad, being the the saint that he was, actually set it up. Because if it was me, I would have just put that thing, I would have put it off for weeks and weeks and weeks until they forgot they each actually got a drum set. And yeah. I would have just given it to somebody. <laughs> and then like two years later, they would have been like, didn't we get something? I'd be like, that must have been a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I got this drum set, and I was, again, being a stupid little kid, drum set gets set up. The first thing I do is go <laughs> into the kitchen and get a fork, because I want to I pop it and watch, watch it, it deflate around yeah. the room. <laughs> and my dad sees that I popped a hole in the, in the drum set, and he's just like, what did you do? I'm like, well, I popped it in the front. So, like, the the back of the drum, like, the kick drum still worked. But yeah. But, he's like, what did you do? And, well. Wraps <laughs> <laughs> it all up. And he's like, well, it's all messed up now. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but I, I remember my dad being terrified. I, that fork was probably the best thing that happened to him, because otherwise... Uh, I, I would not. I would not have been like. I would have been like, right, for like months, and he would have just. Been... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's that's. So, I also got my first real drum set for Christmas as well, and and even though I, I don't want to downplay it because, I mean, it changed everything for me. But this drum set <laughs> is in rough shape. I, I, basically, <laughs> my dad took some carpet and recovered them with carpet because <laughs> they were in such bad shape. But yeah, that's what I learned to play on. But it's that thing too where you know when you first get them, you're like, you know, I just 
I'd you know been messing around with my uncle Bob's drums, which is a whole story in itself. My uncle Bob bought a set of drums in 1973, which are called uh, Trevely Ludwig Trevelys. The thing about those is they had lights inside of them, so they were acrylic drums, but they had lights in them, and they got sued because they had ripped off this guy's patent design. Yeah, and they could only make so many of them, so they quit making them. So he had bought this set in '73 for, I think it's three thousand dollars in '73. Oh wow! Yeah, and. So when you're a kid and you see these kind of things and you say that your dad, you know, hey, what do you want for Christmas? And you go, I want a drum set. So in your mind, you're thinking something like this because you didn't know how much they cost. And then you get a set of drums that's covered in carpet. (laughs) You're kind of going, okay. (laughs) But, you know, again, you know, why spend that kind of money when you're not sure if it's going to stick or not? But, um yeah, I got a whole bunch of stories about that drum set from my uncle. Because <laughs> I took him to New York. We we played a, a showcase at CBGB's of all places. And, oh uh, wow! You got to play CBGB's? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I know uh, I know a lot of bands did, but that's that's history right there. Yeah, we were doing a showcase for it's like six or seven record labels at the time, and uh, I took that set of drums and. Before we could get off the stage, there was a guy standing off to the side that was going to catch me coming off the stage. I know this has nothing to do with Christmas. But he basically said, if you'll bring those down to my store, which I'm just I'm just down there. He said, I'll let you have three sets of anything you want for that drum set. Oh, wow. And I was like, no, I can't do it, man. And he's like, <laughs> you know what you got, don't you? I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I mean, that's, there's, there's a, and the thing about it, he bought them down here in, in McKenzie, not far from where I live. The It's a little place called Chandler's, which there's a whole story about of Chandler's too, because this guy had bought all these guitars and stuff through the 60s and 70s and they never sold. And they just sat here for all these years. And then <laughs> back, back in the early 2000s, Gruen Guitars out of Nashville came and just bought everything. And I'm talking Vox teardrop guitars and all this kind of stuff. It's like, wow. Well, when my uncle bought that set of drums, they ordered another set immediately because I thought, man, they had just set those up, had them in the window, and they sold like in two days. So they ordered another set, and they never sold. And they oh, set, no. they set back in that store, still in the plastic, had never even been set up. And, you know, that drum set's stuff of legend now. I know who's got them. <laughs> I'd love to have them. <laughs> do, you, do you have those originals? My uncle does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had them for a long time, and and I I did some repairs and stuff on them, but they're they're back where they belong. He's you know he's got grandkids now, and he's trying to teach them to play. And I mean, he's the reason I play drums. But uh, dude, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I I can't get rid of any of mine. We we had that on Christmas. I got my first guitar. Yeah. I didn't learn how to play it. I didn't learn how to play a guitar for 20 years. I got my first guitar, I think, when I was seven. Yeah. And then, like, maybe 15 years. I was 17 or 18, whenever I got the, the Stratocaster. But the first guitar, 
sitting right over there. Yeah. Learned on guitar, sitting right over there. Stage guitar, right. sitting right over there. Like, I mean, it, these things, it's funny because every now and then you'll read a book or a, or a short story about, you know, like Harry Potter. It's like, oh, you've got the wand. And the wand's got your essence because you've held it so long, it matters. That's the way it is with guitars, really, because sure. you yeah. put, especially like you pick up and play play a couple chords or whatever, but your heart and soul is in, you know, your blood is in this. Right. <laughs> like at some point. And the best Christmas present you can give somebody is, is a musical instrument. My, my poor daughter, she's like, you keep making me play the ukulele. <laughs> I'm like, yes, 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 I am. You're going to get so mad at me, but <laughs> well, you, I, I'll put, you gotta find that I'll put it like this. I know, I know a lot of people when I was a kid who hated having to go to piano lessons. Mm-hmm. I don't know any grownups who know how to play the piano that are angry that they know how to do it. Right. They might be pissed off that they had to go to lessons. Yeah. They might have stories about how much it sucked. They're not. They're not upset that they can do it. Right. So. Yep. There. It's it's the big picture. It's the big picture down the road, right? I mean, and that's you know that's the thing with the kids is you know you just have to let them try different things, see what sticks, and it may not even be music, but you, you at least want them to have a creative outlet, and uh, my. My daughter's the same way. I mean, you know, you, you, you buy all the different things, and you start off with little cheap guitars, little little cheap keyboards, just trying to get her interested. And, you know, th- there's there's always that thing, right, of just trying to get them going to some course, sort of creative direction. And, you know, hers was more into video editing and stuff like that. It's more of, you know, what she kind of finds. She's got a cricket. You know, so she makes all kinds of labels and designs and stuff like that. So, you know, but it's all about getting that creative thing going, right? So, yeah, always when you're thinking about the Christmas thing and and what do you get them, you're trying to invest some way, right? (laughs) (laughs) with, with, With my kids, it's just seeing them... It's weird because we before we came to record the show, my kids were watching this Disney special. It's the goofy holiday thing, oh, or whatever, where where it's like the the son's not so into it, yep. and then he's like he's like all I wanted to do like he's helping the neighbors and stuff, and it, it's one of those weird things because I had a conversation with a buddy of mine, and it's a. Uh, you know, it can go deep because he's got two little girls, but his little girls are much younger than mine. Where he's like, dude, what do you, he, he's, he's not very religious. He doesn't have any kind of, uh, base in yeah, any of that. So he's just like, well, what do you say? I'm like, well, whatever, wherever they land on, any side of the spectrum, I always want them to remember their childhood as magical. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's too much crap in the world to yeah. just be like, well, there's no Santa Claus or blah 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 blah. Right. Like, well, how do you know there's no Santa Claus? Because right. like in the Goofy movie, Santa Claus might be the guy down the street who just 
in the spirit of Christmas decided to share dinner. You know, like you never know. They're like there there's always a Santa Claus. It just it Yeah. And so for me it's like, no, I I want there to always be. As long as I'm alive, there's a Santa Claus. <laughs> because true. I'm gonna I'm gonna light my neighborhood up as bright as I can. Yep. I'll give as much as I can. I will have as much fun as I can. And yeah, I want I want those that little kid with her thumb in her mouth <laughs> you know yep. to walk around and be like, Oh, walk around the world with wonder. Right. And then when she is in her twenties with her, you know, husband and children, she I want her to tell her husband, like, dude, you have to decorate the house because it matters. And maybe yeah. I inspired somebody long after I'm gone, you know, like yep. Christmas memories. That's what it that's, that's what, what it's matters. all about. So it's all about, and like you said, that that Christmas spirit is that same thing that drives you to do these things and create those traditions. You know, I, I think about what we currently do with Jade, our our granddaughter, is every year around this time we go to a place called Discovery Park, and at Discovery Park they've got this big drive-through Christmas light show. You tune your radio to a station, and the lights are dancing to the music, and you drive through this thing, and it's you know, we've already seen it. They're not really going to change much, but it's tradition. And mm-hmm. that look on her face, whoa, you know, with all the lights, that's what it's about. It's that magic. And that's why I love this time of year, man, because it does show you that those things are possible. You know, it, it may be hokey to some people, but that's the goodness in life. This is what you're passing on. This is what you want to be remembered for. Is those moments that are the whoa moments, even if it's some rinky dinky lights, right? I I think the whoa moments, like you said, I think they're that's honestly that's why we do the show. Like, what's awesome? Sure. I, I mean, I mean, everything that we talk about, I think most of what we talk about matters in a philosophical way if you want to break it down like oh hey here's a here's a subject yeah it matters we could talk about it for a while yeah but in reality like we wouldn't talk about it if it didn't really hit us in a yeah in a in in in, in, in a serious way like we'll laugh about it it's funny or it's cool or it's special or whatever but these things matter like the the things that you experience in life matter right and when art and comedy, music, history, all of those things ratchet itself up in a proper way, we, we call it awesome. Yeah. But it matters. Yep. And so, yeah, while while we are a lighthearted podcast, you know, like, oh, we're more or less a comedy podcast because – when I'm mixing the show, most most of the time when I'm clicking through, all we're doing is laughing, which is <laughs> what we're doing. Right. <laughs> That's the point. But yeah, dude, the 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 spirit of the holiday, the spirit of Christmas, the spirit of everything is here. It, it, yep. It matters. Yep. It does. You matter, and even even if you like low-key humor like my <laughs> my poor daughter she's like we've got the carpool <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> this this is sucks because I'm 45 years old. <laughs> and I'm about to, she's like, oh, there's my friend. Can I go play with her? I'm like, no, you may not because we have to go home. She's like, why? I'm like, because homework and ukulele practice. She's like, <laughs> my other one was like, boo. Like, but if you want to run home and see if there's something like an egg or something we can throw at them, then we can circle the block. <laughs> and both of my daughters are just like, Dad, you need to grow up. And I was like, I don't <laughs> think I ever will. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the end of all the South Park episodes, right? I mean, you're watching this goofy, crazy, outlandish show, but at the end, they always have you know, a purpose at the end. You're like, well, how about that? <laughs> it does actually mean something. So, yeah, I mean, it's all these things are are our genetic makeup of who we are. And uh, so we call it, you know, what's awesome. But really, it's the things that are the building blocks of who makes us the people that we are. And you know, it's it's no doubt that Christmas is a big part of that for both of us. And we want to make sure that it is for our generations to come. Um, I don't know, man. I, to me, it, it, there's a reason it's my favorite time of the year, and it's because of the possibilities, you know, of, of what it can be. You know, it's a shame that we set aside a couple of weeks and decide to have peace on earth, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> so as soon as that's over, it's like, I'm having a New Year's resolution, you know? And you're right back to, you know, the regular world. You know, yeah, <laughs> same way. Like, why can't we just be nice all the time? Right. Like, what, what if we just kept the lights on all the time? Yeah. I, and, and not... Not in a weird sort of way, but just like, well, well, no, it's still Christmas. It's still Halloween. You didn't bring down your Halloween decorations. No, but come over to the house. I'll throw you some candy. Like, right. Sounds kind of crazy cat lady stuff, but really, <laughs> it would be fun, right? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think we have a couple more shows coming up in... 2020 hey man if your 2020 has been a crap fest as <laughs> honestly mine has been a complete effing show <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh i've been able to hold it together as you might have seen like from a couple seconds ago i've been able to hold it together so <laughs> You should be able to hold it together. We've got uh, some stuff coming up next week. We're going to, I think, have some guests on. And if we don't have some guests on, well, then it'll be a lost episode where you're gonna you're gonna ask where were the guests and the guests didn't show. So, yep. As of right now, we've got guests coming on next week, and uh, I hope it's Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> As for the way this the the the, the, the year has been happening, it could be. I hope it's Santa Claus <laughs> and Rudolph and Vince Neal. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
<laughs> that was so awesome. I never saw that until you said <laughs> you I'll, said Vince Neil. I was like, oh man. I'll post it. You'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're getting close to Christmas. We love you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you.